Welcome to Canine Nation. It's Sunday, December 16th, 2018. This is episode 115. Hi everyone and thanks for tuning in. This is Eric Brad. I'd like to start this week's podcast by sending out a big thank you to Rick Oberndorf. Rick sent along a generous donation to Canine Nation this week and we're going to consider him our sponsor for some time to come. If you'd like to join Rick and help keep the podcast alive, you can drop by the Canine Nation website and click on the Donate button, where you can drop us a one-time donation of $1, $5, or $10. Or, like Rick, any amount you think you'd like to contribute. This is also a good time to remind you that if you have any comments, suggestions, or questions for the podcast, you can send those along to Talk to at caninenation.ca. That's talk and the number two at caninenation.ca. We'd love to hear from you. This week's podcast is about honesty the honesty of our dogs and the honesty of us as dog owners and trainers. You know, many years ago, I heard a dog trainer refer to a dog as an honest dog, and I thought that was an interesting phrase. I guess I've always assumed that my dogs were honest all the time. Sure, they'll try to manipulate me into getting them an extra cookie every now and again. But really, they're not very good liars. In fact, I don't think they really have the intellectual capacity to lie in any meaningful sense that we humans would recognize. And really, I think that inability to lie, that innate honesty that dogs have, is a virtue. But we have to recognize it for what it is, and I think we owe it to them to be as honest with them as they are with us. And it wouldn't hurt for us to be honest with ourselves as well. This is my essay, A Dog, Honestly. In the midst of all this talk about dog training and behavioral science, dogs remain one of the beautiful gifts that nature has given us. I wanted to take a moment to appreciate them for all that they are, and to be thankful for all that they are not. Our dog Badger was the wild child all of his life. He threw himself at everything with reckless abandon. Even a bad spine in his later years didn't slow him down. Vince was the tough guy. He met everything with that, oh yeah, why should I attitude that was offset by his wicked sense of humor. He loved to make us laugh. Mario was the mama's boy for all of his too short life. While he enjoyed herding and agility and other activities, he enjoyed them because my wife, his mom, was there with him. He just adored her. Tiramisu was the virtuoso. She approached everything with the intensity of a skilled surgeon and enjoyed learning to do everything with precision and perfection. And Rizzo, well... Rizzo is the party animal. I've never met a more outgoing Belgian shepherd than this guy. He loves doing things and greets each new adventure without fear. Twenty-five years of Belgian shepherds in our lives, each one so different from the next and each one genuine and true. None of them have ever apologized for who they were. 
they all remain true to their unique natures while still being Belgian shepherds through and through. They have all been remarkably complex personalities and yet wonderfully open and understandable. The honesty of dogs has been celebrated in song and verse for centuries, and still, after all this time, that wonderful quality remains. I can only guess that it is a product of nature. For all of our selective breeding and the differences in the environments in which they live out their lives, this great variety of dogs all meet us as they are, with no apologies and no covert agendas. As Susan Kennedy once wrote, dogs are miracles with paws. Maybe it's the simple way they view their world. In her book, The Culture Clash, author Jean Donaldson describes it as seeing the world in two categories, things that are good for dogs and things that are bad for dogs. Each thing in their lives seems to fall neatly into its place in their worldview. Things to seek out, things to avoid, things to keep, and things to leave behind. I would guess that scavengers like the dogs need that kind of mindset. Take it as it comes, deal with it, and move on. Dogs seem to have developed a sense of adaptation. They see what needs to be done and simply find a way to do it, no matter what the impediments might be. The first dogs learned to tolerate the presence of humans for the food and security that that relationship brought to them. Today, dogs have learned to tolerate all kinds of things, from being left on their own for hours on end while we work, to wearing sweaters and booties for our amusement. All to get their food and water, they learn to heal, to sit, to jump on cue, to sniff out the scents we want them to, to find bombs or drugs, and to assist the less capable humans with their daily lives. They are just looking for the solutions that make the whole food, water, security, affection thing work out in this very human world in which they find themselves. I have heard dog trainers talk about honest dogs. There are even articles to be read on the internet about honest sled dogs. Most often, when I hear people talking about honest dogs, they aren't really referring to the truthfulness of the dog. What they are actually referring to is how well they can read the dog in question. You see, to these trainers, an honest dog is one that they can easily figure out, one whose demeanor and behavior are predictable and reliable. And isn't that an interesting turnabout in language? To me, it seems the trainers are just being honest about what they are seeing in the dog. When we describe people as dishonest, we most frequently are describing their efforts to deceive us. We label those who intentionally try to mislead or misinform us as dishonest. If there is an animal on this planet that I believe to be incapable of guile or deceit, it is the dog. Now I know that some of you listening to this may have had to pause and roll your eyes when I made such a bold statement. I freely admit that my Belgian shepherds have always been among the most clever and tireless dogs at trying to manipulate us into giving them whatever it is they want at the moment. But you have to admit, dogs pull off their manipulation attempts with all the cunning and treachery of a three-year-old child. They are just too obvious in their motives and methods. Do I not consider these manipulations as lies and deceit? 
Not really, no. Just scavengers looking for a way to get away with something with minimal effort. Unfortunately, to some dog owners, their dogs only become honest when they are able to see and understand their actions and motives. And that strikes me as backwards. Our dog is always our dog, always being honest. But as soon as we learn to see our dog clearly, who exactly is being honest? The sooner we dispose of our preconceived notions about our dogs and stop projecting our motives and our emotions onto them, the sooner we see our dog as honest. And isn't that interesting? Dogs don't fret about who they are. They wear their emotions on their sleeves, or paws if you like. They are with us regardless of our moods, our situations, and our choices. We expect them to come when we call and stay until we tell them they can move. They are simply there for us. They are like the sky, unique and different each day, but always, always there. I depend on my dogs. They give me perspective in times of trouble. They give me someone to share a sense of joy with. They give me permission to be silly as I roll around on the floor with them. I can learn something from my dogs every day if only I look closely enough. All they ask in return is some food and some water and some affection. I can't imagine my life without my dogs. I find it hard to understand the lives of those who don't have dogs in their homes. Dogs are said to provide unconditional love, and they do so without hesitation. It's a simple relationship. I do something for them, and they do something for me. There may be the occasional negotiation, but there is never a dirty deal. No one ever gets the bad end of it. If anything, my dogs can be too generous with me. Is there anything more precious than the childlike affection and love of a dog? What other companion is more accepting, more willing, or more patient than the dog? Their openness and honesty is a gift. To me, there is no greater gift in this life than a dog. Honestly. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We have over 100 episodes available both at the caninenation.ca website and also available through iTunes and other podcast directories. You can also find Canine Nation articles at the lifeisahuman.com website or follow the links under writing at caninenation.ca. There are some great podcasts out there about dogs, behavior, and training. I'd like to share two of my favorites with you. Dog Talk with Nick Benger is a weekly podcast out of the UK. Nick interviews some of the best and brightest trainers in the world. He gives you a look not just at training concepts and techniques, but also some great insight into the person he's talking with. Lots of great information and some wonderful stories from Nick's guests. You can find Nick's podcast on iTunes and all of the major podcast directories, or you can check out his website at nickbenger.com. That's N-I-C-K-B-E-N-G-E-R dot com. The Animal Training Academy podcast with Ryan Cartledge is another great interview podcast from New Zealand. Ryan's guests are from many areas of the training world, not just dogs. Ryan has interviewed horse trainers, behavioral scientists, wild animal trainers working with zoos, and lots and lots of great dog people as well. 
Ryan's podcast is also available at iTunes and the best podcast directories. You can find Ryan's website at animaltrainingacademy.com. So head to your favorite podcast listening app and check these out. Canine Nation is also on Facebook. You can find our Canine Nation page where we post information about the latest articles, podcasts, and news about Canine Nation events. We also have a discussion group, the Canine Nation Forum. It's a place to discuss the podcast, the Canine Nation essays, life with dogs, and training our dogs, or just to share some information we found around the Internet. Thank you for listening. I'd appreciate it if you'd share this with the dog people in your life. I guess that's all for now. Until next time, have fun with your dogs.